Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say. All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Brought to you in part by good friends over at Cafe Dam, an American coffee house. Have you checked them out lately? If you haven't, well, hey, if you're hungry, they got breakfast waiting for you. That's right, breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. Not only do they have seven great roasted beans for you to try out that's fresh roasted each and every week, but they have pancakes and waffles and omelets and all this other stuff that they got going on at advanced (laughs) over there at cafe dm bill and the gang do a great job two locations for you to check out you can find them over in downtown ames where they've been voted best uh, local coffee house the last was it 15 16 years now it's been been a long time they've been keeping that crown and then you can find them over in uh, ankeny right off of uh, ankeny boulevard there Right past Imperial RV Centers and uh, right across from DMAC, and they'll do a great job for you. That's why they are the official coffee of the Outdoors Dan show. Today is going to be a little bittersweet for me, folks. Uh, we had, uh, it was kind of a rough week, and I'm going to dedicate the first hour to talking about a couple friends of mine that uh, we lost this week. And if if you want to, um, you're more than welcome to call in if you want to briefly just, uh, if you want to, Briefly, just talk about, uh, you know, how they impacted your life as well. You can do that if you want to, and um, we'll just go from there. In the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be visiting with Scott from Dave Smith Decoys, and uh, we're going to see what he is up to. Talk a little bit about how to use a deer for the upcoming fall adventures uh, while you're doing decoys. And we'll try to get a fishing report in. We'll do trivia, and uh, we're going to announce the winner of the, uh, the big, uh, contest. We'll, we'll do that next hour. And, um, I tell you, I talked to him yesterday and he was really excited. So there you go. It's going to be a pretty eventful show as, uh, as much as we can. So, um, real quick sponsor of the week is JLM guns. Thanks to Mike over Mike's Spore over there off Douglas in, uh, Urbandale and got me, a. Got me a new uh, uh, addition to the old uh, gun gun safe, and 
and Mike was very, very kind when uh, he was helping us uh, get that ordered, and I'll tell you more about that, too. First up, uh, like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about a couple friends uh, of mine that uh, a lot of folks knew, um, not only here in Iowa, but across the country. Both of them had a kind of a national presence at one time or another. Larry Anderson's first one we're going to talk about. Um, when I first moved up to Iowa, uh, let's see, Danny's 19, so that would have been 17 years ago. Moved up here when he was two. Uh, I got a chance to, uh, to start over there uh, across the street over there at uh, KXNO, and they, they relatively launched the station. And uh, Larry Kotler and I used to work at uh, together in St. Louis at the Big 550, and Larry came up here, and that's how I kind of got up here. Larry was telling them they uh, wanted someone they could sell and also maybe do an outdoor show, and I moved up here, and everything else kind of took off. When I first moved up here, um, I got invited to go down to the Isaac Walton League of America or of Des Moines. And uh, when I was down there eating dinner on a Tuesday night, I got introduced to a gentleman. Uh, his name was Larry Anderson. And uh, Larry and I started talking about deer hunting. And uh, I started looking at his uh, paintings that they had down at the Ikes. And man, just, uh, just right off the bat, I mean, it, I was blown away by how good of an artist that he was. And, uh, just, just such a nice, easygoing guy, uh, love to hunt, love to talk about hunting, love to talk about people, you know, and, uh, Larry and I sat down with his buddy, Jim and, uh, a couple other gentlemen and, uh, Cliff Rooney. And, uh, we just got to become fast friends. And before I knew it, um, I was, uh, I had an invitation to go down to Larry's ground and, and, uh, to go hunting. He said, come on down and bow hunt with me. And, uh. Uh, to make a long story short, that's where I've been bow hunting the last 15, 16 years. And he, uh, Larry was just, was really good. Things. He, uh, he really enjoyed helping people and he, uh, he running, talking about hunting. I, I learned a lot about Larry. I, I, uh, I, he taught me about funnels, how to look for, you know, look at a topo map. He'd always whip out his topo map of his farm. He didn't have that far from him. Now here you're, you could put your stand here because this, this travel corridor is right here. This pinch point is right there. That'd be great. So I go put my stand over there where he suggested and then I start seeing deer and, and then I started, you know, looking at other things going on at the farm and I'd say, Hey Larry, what about that? And he goes, yeah, I think that's good. But you know, you got to watch for this wind direction. And, um, it was, it was really, uh, one of the greatest 15, 16 years of my life in my hunting career. Because Larry had 400 acres down there. And I mean, I could go down there and I would not hear a soul. I mean, it was just so nice to be able to just relax and just uh, let all the everyday stress and melt away from you. And, and then afterwards, uh, we'd hook up at, you know, at the house and we'd tell each other about what we saw. And it, it was just, uh, it was fun to have that camaraderie and just to have somebody like that uh, that, I, that I could visit with. And uh, whenever I had a charity event, uh, Larry was always really great about, you know, helping out. He'd always donate a print or if I need something framed for the event, fr he'd frame it for me and he'd do an excellent job on his framing. And he, he just, he just enjoyed helping people. And Larry, uh, last couple of years, he's just been, he's been struggling to be honest with you. He, uh, he, uh, was having problems with his breathing and 
and he finally had to go on oxygen and that and i don't even think he hunted last year it, it was just too cold and i just uh i think he maybe went out one day he told me but he just to see him not hunt i i, I got my first iowa turkey with larry and i'll tell you the story real quick it's really a great story so we're uh i drive down to his place good morning tim henning good to see you uh, hey, real quick, let me just say hi to everybody. And I'm not going to be able to do this like I usually do because it's going to be struggle to get through this show, to be honest with you. Jeff, Allen, Ken, uh, Jeff Harding, Greg Rieger, Jason Gunn, Jim Morris, Danny Worrell, Sean, uh, good to see you, Rick Johnson, Tony Kesey, uh, Tim Henning, Eric Wilson, Andrew Brown. Andrew Brown, that's my producer. What are you watching? You're supposed to be watching the board. So... I, uh, turkey, turkey seasons, uh, turkey's first turkey season here. I, uh, I go down, I meet with Larry. He goes, cause I, I have never, I don't think, I think I shot my first, yeah, it was my first Iowa bird. So I'm sitting there and Larry had these great, uh, permanent turkey blinds built on his farm. And so we're sitting there drinking some coffee and talking and, uh, Larry goes, let me do the calling. <laughs> and I said, okay, you can do it. It's your farm. Go ahead. You can do the calling. So he had this little strike. He had this little friction call that he really liked, and he'd sit there, ow, 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 ow. and we'd hear a gobble, and then it started raining, and it, it the rain would stop, and that, and we sat there for about three, four hours, and I said, "Hey, why don't I try and go back on the other side of the ridge?" He goes, "Hey, dum dum, why don't you just stay here because I know there's toms around here." And I said, "Well, you know, Larry, I, you know, we could divide our forces and cover more ground." He goes, "Okay." So I hike it back about 150, 200 yards to this other area and I'm sitting there and, uh, make a long story short, I wasn't in the blind 10 minutes and I hear boom and, uh, I get my phone out and I call him real quick. I said, was that you? He goes, yeah. I go, what'd you do? He goes, I just shot your bird. And I go, what'd you get? He goes, I just shot a triple bearded Tom, dumb, dumb. <laughs> and I said, well, congrats, man. That's awesome. He goes, see, if you would have just sat down and did what I told you, you'd have a triple bearded Tom this morning. I said, Larry, I'm glad you got him, you know, but you know, he, he would always, he would always just, he would just give me crud is what he would do. <laughs> but I love that about him because he kind of reminded me of my dad. He just, uh, he just, he was just fun to be around. And, uh, I'll never forget that. And then I ended up, I ended up getting a, another bird that morning, but it wasn't a triple bearder. That's for sure. And I shot, I've shot two of my biggest deer in my hunting career. Farm, and he was actually more happy than I was. That's how great of a guy Larry was. And, uh, I, he don't, you know, he'd sit there and he'd go, well, we got to measure him. He'd tape measure him right there. And, and then, um, you know, we do some, he'd help me do some pictures. He helped me two or three of the TV shows. He'd help me do the camera work. And he goes, I don't know how you do this. This is too much work. And I said, see, everybody thinks this is so easy. He goes, no, you, this is ridiculous. I, Cause I had to do like five or six takes on everything just to make sure we had all the right angles. And I said everything I had the sponsors covered and, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was something else. I tell you, he, uh, he was so much fun and it was hard to see him the last year and a half. Um, uh, when you see somebody that's full of life and full of energy and can outwalk you in the woods every day and, uh, to where they can't hardly breathe, it's, it's, it's really, uh, it tears you up. And, you know, my thoughts and prayers go to Julie and Marshall. That's, uh, Julie is Larry's daughter and Marshall's his grandson. And, 
I know they loved him and thought the world of him. And uh, there are so many people I've heard from in the last week uh, on Facebook and uh, Twitter and uh, people just emailing me uh, on the website saying, uh, so sorry for your loss. And I tell you what, Larry was an Iowa icon. I, I, I don't usually say that about people. Um, I say it about speed at Cookies Barbecue Sauce because when you think of barbecue in Iowa, you think of cookies. Well, when you think of wildlife art in Iowa, you think about Larry Anderson. And uh, I know we've got some other great artists in, in the state, but Larry Anderson, in my opinion, was one of the best. And um, I'm really, really, really going to miss him. He was just a great guy. And um, his service, uh, he passed away um, on Wednesday at 4.33 a.m. I got a text from Julie, and she told me Dad's gone, and I was she had... She was uh, lucky enough to be there when he passed, and I know that I know that feeling because when my father passed twenty years ago, um, I was there with him, and uh, I know I'll carry that memory till I go to meet my uh, maker. So, but uh, his service is going to be at Hamilton's um, on Southwest Ninth at Twenty uh, Ninth, and on the 29th of August, it's going to be from five to eight. And, uh, there's not going to be a eulogy. It's just a visitation. So if you want to go up and visit with other folks that remember, um, Larry, the, uh, you, uh, I'm going to extend the invitation out for, uh, for, uh, Julie and Marshall to, to head on over there. So I tell you what, uh, just a great guy and we'll probably never see someone exactly like Larry Anderson ever again. Just, I'm really, really going to miss him. So, and I know a lot of you out there are, are going to miss him as well. Oh, so, uh, anyway, um, seven fourteen and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Let me take a real quick break, get myself together and, uh, we'll come back and we're going to tell you about another, uh, gentleman that we lost this week. And if you want to call in and share some stories, two, four, four, 1350, We'll be right back. You're listening to outdoors, Dan on 1350 ESPN. My old friend, I recall the times we had hanging on my wall. I wouldn't trade them for gold, cause they laugh and they cry me. They somehow sanctify me, the woman in the stories I have told and tell again. My old friend, I apologize for the years that have passed since the last time you and I dusted off those memories of the running and the races, the people and the places, there's always somewhere else I had to be, and time gets thin, my old friend. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Uh, Larry Anderson, I had somebody call in. Uh, Larry's uh, funeral uh, or visitation again is going to be at Hamilton's on Southwest 9th on the 29th of August from 5 until 8. So there you go. Uh, I told you I lost another friend on Wednesday. Uh, His name was David Raymond Martin. Uh, Dave was 57. He was born June 17, 1962 in Topeka, Kansas. And uh, I had moved up here, like I said, uh, 17 years ago. And one of the other people that I met, I, w- I went to Central Iowa Archery. I think that's one of the first places I went to 
when I moved up here and I got to meet Brady and, uh, there was a couple of guys in there shooting and we got to talking. And one of those guys was Dave Martin and, uh, Dave was, uh, in the army and we got talking a little bit about veteran stuff and shooting, uh, shooting our bows. And, um, they, uh, they said, so what are you doing up here from Missouri? And I said, well, uh, I'm working in radio and doing a, doing an outdoor show. It goes really. And, uh, we just started talking about hunting and that, and it just, uh, Dave and I got to know each other and we started, uh, hunting together a few times and came, came pretty good friends. Uh, Dave passed away on Wednesday at one thirty in the morning and Dave, Dave had been sick for a little bit. He had, um, he had some stuff going on and he had, uh, some stuff at the VA happen to him that wasn't very good. And he, uh, he, he was struggling, uh, the last couple of years, but, uh, I get a text from him, you know, Hey, what's going on? How's you, you'd always want to know how my, how my hunting trips were going. Hey, uh, what's, you know, what are you seeing? What are you doing? Where are you at? And, you know, I'd be texting him in the turkey blind or in the deer stand and telling him how things were going. And Hey, you remember when you shot that deer and we had to climb down that ravine and grab it and, you know, pull it up. And I do. And, um, you know, he helped the, he helped me drag a couple deer out actually over the years. See him and, uh, our friend Dave mag and, that's not his real name. We could just call him mag cause he liked to shoot a Magnum pistol. But, um, Dave and Dave, man, those guys, those guys hunted together all the time and they were, uh, like fricking frack and, uh, you know, Dave, Dave was just great. You know, one of the things I loved about David, he always had your back. I, I had somebody saying some not, some nice, not nice things about me. I just left this one place and David was in there and, and this guy was nice to me to my face. And then as soon as I left, he just, um, he started just saying some stuff and David says, well, why didn't you say that to his face? And, uh, the guy just shut up and, uh, he goes, that's my friend. And I, I heard uh, somebody else tell me that David did that. And I said, you know, that's, that's the kind of friends that I want. Somebody that's got my back, my six. And, uh, I tell you what, David's, David's just going to be messed. He good taxidermist. He did, he did his own taxidermy and he would do his buddy's taxidermy work and, the guy loved to shoot a bow. I mean, we just, we go over there and shoot his, shoot our bows and just, uh, just shoot the breeze. And, uh, we, you know, he loved to go scouting Dave and uh, the two Daves and I went turkey hunting a few times and that was always a fun time. You know, and I've, I've said this over the years that the best thing about hunting or fishing or the outdoors is the camaraderie. You know, it's nice to get out there and do it by yourself. But when you, when you got buddies, I mean, really good friends that you can get out there and, and, uh, you know, share time with, and, you know, you get out of the stand or you get out of the blind or you get back to the dock and you can just, you know, reminisce about the day and share your stories. And that's, that is what, that is what, uh, making, uh, memories is all about. And that's really about the best I can say about the outdoors is the friendships and the camaraderie. Um, Dave, uh, Dave was just a good guy and he's got a lot of friends and, uh, I called him Mater because he kind of like he kind of talked like he sounded like to me, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. And uh, when Cars came out, my son Danny, he, uh, Danny loved that when he was real little, and he loved Mater. And David came over and he, he had that Missouri, you know, he had that kind of. He was born in Kansas, but he went. He was in service down at uh, Fort Leonard Wood, and he spent some time in Missouri. So I guess he picked up that slang. But I started calling him Mater, and it kind of stuck and. Um, just a great guy. 
just really, really, uh, a great guy. And, uh, I'm telling you, uh, you just make every, uh, make every day, uh, um, just make every day the best you can and keep your friends close. Um, it's just, uh, it's amazing to me, um, how time flies. It really does. Dave survived by his wife. Uh, he loved his, he loved his family. Uh, he, as much as he loved hunting and doing stuff, he, he loved his family more. He loved going out. Uh, they had bonfires at their house all the time and they had, he loved his pool. He had a pool and he'd always tell me that he couldn't wait to get the pool up for Ian and, and Ashley and Tiffany and, and then have people over. And the, then he started had, they had grandkids coming over and he just, he just relished his family. He really did. But, uh, to Ann and Ashley and Tiffany and all the, all the family, extended family, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to you and, um, our condolences. And I know he's up in heaven watching his favorite NASCAR, talking to his favorite NASCAR driver. He loved NASCAR and, uh, he's going to be missed as well. Two, two kids, hard to believe two guys that, uh, that loved, they had the passion for the outdoors went the same day, but you know, maybe him and Larry up in heaven talking together right now. You never know. You just, you just never know. 725 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. I hope everyone's having a great, um, just really a great, uh, weekend. And I know it's been hot. Um, uh, it's just, uh, it's just one in weeks. It really is. Let me hit another quick break, folks. I'll, I'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Uh, that break brought to you by the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers. Thanks to Donnie and Frank and everybody there for everything that they do. And if you are looking for a new memory that you uh, need to pass on for like a birthday, anniversary, uh, you know, just something that's special for someone in your life, head over to 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines, 222-2600. They've been helping folks here in Iowa for 38 years. They've got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. They can do on-site jewelry repair. They can do custom work. They do great custom work. They can do it right there for you. And hey, uh, you know what? Uh, if you need something uh, that you're not wearing anymore, and you need maybe you need a new trolling motor, or a new rod and reel, or uh, just uh, something uh, that I don't know, you just don't use anymore. Take it over to uh, Herman's Fine Jewelers, and chances are you're going to get way more for your treasure than you will somebody that's just been in the community for a couple months. Herman's Fine Jewelers, Donnie and Frank. Tell them I sent you. They're good, good folks over there. 7.32 and some change, so thanks for letting me uh, spend a few minutes to talk about two of my friends this morning. I really appreciate that, and uh, I, uh, I really hope <laughs> no picture. What? I'm, I'm getting, well, I, I got a picture. Hmm. You know, I love Facebook. Not really. <laughs> now, why won't it let somebody, why won't it let, uh, why won't it let you comment? 
That's weird. Hmm. Well, I'm looking at it. It won't let anything come. You know, what is with Facebook today, man? I tell you what, they, they, uh, they stopped the stream and you know, I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think they're, I know they're anti hunting. They don't like hunting. And, uh, I, it's just weird that they do that stuff. It's really crazy. But, you know, that's the first problem we've had with Facebook Live. Huh. Well, I'll have to go in there and do it again when uh, I'll try and start it over, folks. There's nothing I can do about that now. I apologize. So, at least you can still hear it, I believe. Hopefully. Oh, what a day. Um, let's see. 244-1350. 244-1350. If you want to call in, we'd be more than happy to visit with you. And, uh, let me tell you, I'll tell you who the winner of the, uh, big contest is real quick. If I can get to my handy dandy little comment section here. And I, I had a chance to talk to him. His name is Wayne Remy. Uh, Wayne is out there in Clive, Iowa. Wayne is congratulations to Wayne. And I know he was really excited about winning that package. So, uh, we'll try and do something again here shortly on the show. And, uh, <laughs> wow. I just had somebody say they had to drive, they drove 20 miles south to pick us up. Thank you, buddy. I really appreciate that. That's awful kind of you. Very, very kind. That's dedication right there. Yeah. I don't know why the live feed, uh, swipe left to reveal comments. It won't. Oh, there we go. Okay, Ken, if you want to, you got to swipe your comments thing. Uh, we are back. There, let me do it right there. We are back. Okay, there you go. So, James, Jason, Catherine, Stephen, Dan Myers, Alan Chilla, Alan, Jeff Harding. Thanks, everybody. Dave McDowell, Jared, Catherine Welch. Thanks for tuning in this morning. We really appreciate you. All right, so... Um, Let's do, uh, let's do a field segment brought to you by JLM Guns. Large group of paddlers fined for no life jackets on board their kayaks. Have you heard about this? Iowa Department of Natural Resources conservation officers cited dozens of paddlers. Did you hear that, Andrew? Paddlers. They were paddling. <laughs> yeah, on July 6th for no life jackets on board their kayaks. 300-plus paddlers, most in kayaks, some in their inner tubes, were floating from the pucker brush access to the Boone access on the Raccoon River. It's so important to have a life jacket or at least one available as paddling craft can uh, easily tip and throw a paddler into the water, reminds Nate Anderson, Iowa DNR conservation officer. If you are sitting on a life jacket instead of wearing it, it won't be there when you really, really need it. That's what he said. Safety incidents are on the rise among Iowa paddlers. 47% of Iowa's 19 boating deaths from 2016 through 2018 were paddlers. Four paddlers not wearing life jackets died this year. Iowa law requires a life jacket to be on board all canoes, kayaks, and paddle boards. Children 12 and under must wear a life jacket at all times when in a canoe, kayak, or paddle board. You should always wear your life jacket regardless of your swimming ability or paddling experience. And uh, that is super important when paddling on moving water like a river where changing currents and hazards can dump you into the river. So make sure you got that life vest on. We'll see what's going on. Dan, where are you? <laughs> Catherine, 
I'm in the other studio. <laughs> Catherine, she's look because I I don't have I'll 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 be in there during the break, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, see, we got it set up like that because it's the Phantom Broadcaster. We're trying to we're trying to catch a, a full what is that a full spectral image of the of the Phantom? Yeah, we got a Phantom running around here. Phantom Menace. Yeah, so if we get him, we're going to be rich. We'll be millionaires. We'll have our own ghost hunting show. The tale of the Phantom Broadcaster. Dun dun dun. Outdoor style. Oh, it's kind of crazy. Boy, I was down at uh, Archery Field and Sports. Hey, Rick Axon, how are you, buddy? Fred, how are you doing in New York, man? I haven't got to talk to you in a long time. Fred, what's that? Good police officer and good good hunter and good family guy up there, right there. Tom, good to see you. Mark Armstrong, Eric Schaefer. Um, <laughs> Ken Cole, finally a picture. Well, turn your thing on, Ken. I don't know what to tell you. I've had a picture forever. So a lot of folks, I was down at Archery Field and Sports uh, yesterday, or last couple days, actually. Man, people are rifling through there. Um, getting, uh, their bows all tuned up and getting a, uh, getting all their stuff ready to go. And, uh, deer season, urban season's not that far away. I think five, six weeks. And I, I tell you what, now don't procrastinate, get in here. If you got a, a long bow or a crossbow or your, your vertical bow and you need to get some work done, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait because there's a lot of people rifling in there and Mark and Mark and Ken are busy. So get in there and Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. Will you do that for me? They, Mark, Mark says we don't have any listeners. <laughs> Iowa anglers fished 10.50 million days in 2018. I don't understand that. Iowa anglers fished 2.50 million days in 2018. Is there? There's not 2.5 million days in a year, is there? There, no, it's 365. Well, days that's what I was thinking. It said Iowa anglers fished 10.50 million days in 2018, according to a recent survey conducted by the Responsive Management, compared to 8.30 million days in 2007. A randomly selected group of more than 1,600 licensed anglers were asked how often they go fishing, where, and what species of fish they are going for, and their opinions on the DNR fisheries management efforts. The Mississippi River was the most popular place to fish, followed by private ponds, the Cedar River, Clear Lake, and Des Moines River. Nearly two-thirds of anglers fish at lakes and 59% of fish on abundant uh, rivers and streams. More than half of Iowa anglers fish for bass, nearly three-fourths fish for panfish, bluegill, crappie, perch, bluegill, walleye, largemouth bass, and channel catfish are the single-species anglers most fish for. 68% 68% of anglers rate uh, fishing in Iowa as excellent to good. 66% of anglers rate public access to Iowa inland rivers and streams for fishing as excellent or good, compared to 63% in 07. More than half of the Iowa anglers rated the fishing opportunities within a mile of their home as excellent or good. 78% of Iowa, ang- Iowa anglers agree that they are getting their money's worth for fishing license fees. How about that? I still don't understand the 10.5 million. I'm not really sure. I think they're basing that off of a different calculation and they may, it may not mean days necessarily. Well, you think I, I gotta <laughs> think, you know, otherwise we're in the twilight zone here. I, I, I just don't understand it. My third grade education doesn't let me fathom that, that, that formula, you know? 
What are you going to do? Uh, 244-1350, 244-1350 are the numbers to call in. If you want to call in and say, hey, you can do that. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I am, I, I talked to my buddies up in Minnesota. I talked to my father-in-law in Minnesota. They said the fishing's been okay. Uh, Lake Winnie's doing really good. They're catching fish 20 to 25 feet deep on the humps and stuff. I'll, all the fishermen combined for two miles, two million days of fishing. Jason Gunn said, thanks, Jason. I appreciate that. Combined hours of all those that fished. Okay, Catherine, I got you. The total days of thank you, sweetheart. My wife just told me. See, <laughs> yeah, you should listen to her. Oh, I listen to Jenny all the time. I, I do. I, 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 she's smarter than I am. I tell her that all the time. So, oh, so I, I, I don't. Uh, the the fishing up in Minnesota is really good. I know that the I, I looked at the fishing reports, and they're fair to good. I mean, I I'm sure. I would just say with the water being as hot as it is, you're going to have to fish pretty deep to, to find them. I know that they were catching them 20 to 25 feet down on the humps up on Winnie. Uh, that's for the walleye. Uh, Blackhawk Lake right now, the gills are slow. Walleye are slow. Catfish are fair. North Twin Lake, the walleye are fair. Storm Lake, the walleye are fair. Channel Catfish are fair. Clear Lake, the walleye are fair. Channel Catfish are good. Crystal Lake, the bass are good. The gills are fair. Crappie are fair. East Okaboji, the gills are good. Center Lake, the uh, gills are good. Channel Catfish on Five Island Lake are good. Walleye are fair. Lake Pahora, uh, Panora, uh, Bluegill, are, there's no report, actually. Sorry about that. Lost Island Lake, walleye are fair. Yellow bass are fair. Channel Catfish are good. Silver Lake, the walleye are good. Yellow perch are fair. Spirit Lake, the walleye are good. Yellow perch are good. Trumbull Lake, the northern pike is good. Okaboji, uh, west, uh, the gills are good. Cedar River is reporting good catfish. Smallmouth bass are fair. Walleye are fair. Uh, let's see. Shell Rock River, uh, the walleye are fair. Smallies are fair. Wapsipinicon River, walleye are fair. Smallies are fair. Channel catfish are fair. Mississippi River, all the pools are reporting uh, fair to good, pretty much. Uh, let's see. Lake Belvedere, largemouth bass are fair. Gills are fair. Lake Darling, bass are fair. Gills are fair. Bluegill are fair. Uh, largemouth are fair. Central Park Lake, Coralville Reservoir, Channel Catfish are fair. Otter Creek Lake, the yellow bass are good. Channel Catfish bite are good. Sand Lake, the wipers are fair. Black crappie are slow. Lake Wapala, uh, channel catfish bite is fair. Bass are fair. Gills are fair. Rathbun is reporting channel uh, channel cats are good. Crappie are slow. Wipers are good. Walleye are slow. Uh, they're saying if you want to find walleyes, it's on the bottom along the rocky shores. Big Creek, the walleye are fair. Uh, wipers are fair. Des Moines River, Stratford, Sailorville, channel catfish bite is excellent right there. Red Rock Reservoir, the white bass are good. Roberts Creek, white crappie are good. Uh, you're going to find them three to six feet deep in the lower half of the lake. Uh, Sailorville, the white bass are good. Three mile, the walleye are fair. Gills are fair. Bass are fair. 12 mile, the bass are fair. Crappie are fair. Gills are fair. And that's about the highlight of the of the week right there, folks. They really is. So that's the fishing report. 744 and some change. Let me hit another real quick break. I'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. 
All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. Yeah, I get <laughs> I get it. It's all the fishermen hours combined. I, I got it. I got it. I, I, know, I know I'm slow. It's the 20th. And I love you guys for bringing that up again. Thank you. I mean, stay on me because I, I need all the help I can get. I do. I'm telling you. What, Andrew? nothing yeah I, okay. just, I was that's enough i was gonna throw something about that third grade education in there but hey, hey you know what i i think i'm doing good for a third grade education doing well i yeah. th- i think so you know i you know that spell check does wonders for me oh yeah i just i need uh, i need grammar check now yes so anyway <laughs> so i was talking to donovan at triple h outfitters down in kansas donovan's going out to colorado scouting on monday and I'm, I don't, I might get to go elk hunting again. I, I, I hope I do. Cause I was going to go hunt Nebraska, but that kind of fell through and I need something to do. So I, I'm, I'm hoping Donovan comes back. They, every place that we hunted, uh, over there got burnt last year down by Walsenburg. So, but the good thing about it is anytime that there's a fire, you get what the next year, you get all that fresh, tender, green brows, right? And elk love that stuff, man. And they'll pile in there. If the, if they've got any kind of cover whatsoever, that area is going to be really, really rich with, uh, white, uh, muleys and whitetail and, um, and elk. So I'm hoping that's what the case is. Um, but we'll see. So that one spot that I was hunting two years ago out there, um, it was so beautiful. I had a ladder stand at the top of this little ridge up, up the mountain and I had elk chirping at me and that, Oh, I love that sound when, you know, you sit there and do those cow calls and I had a, I had a couple bugles answering me and I tell you what folks, I I'm horrible at elk hunting. I really am. I've been seven times and I've gotten one elk. It's hard. It's not as easy as to think it is, but it is one. It's, it's like turkey hunting on, on ethanol. I could use an, I don't want to use a drug analogy. So I'll just say ethanol. It is, it is amazing. It's so exciting. You just, you can't, you know, you, especially when you hear that, that bugle. Oh my gosh. I, I love it. So I'm hoping I get to go, um, and, uh, spend some time up in Colorado. And the nice part about that area, it's an over the counter tag. So you don't have to worry about the draw. I tell you what, I, I've been hearing from a couple of my other buddies across the country. Man, there is a lot of states. I don't know if y'all realize this or not, but there's a lot of states out there where a lot of folks had their hunting trips planned for the fall. They didn't get drawn. Now they're looking for something to do because, and you know that, you know, it's bad enough that the hunter doesn't get to go on, do their vacation, you know, that they've been planning on or looking forward to all year. Look at the poor outfitters and stuff that my buddy Donovan had 13 hunters that uh, booked for him to go deer hunting in Kansas that did not draw. That cost him over $40,000. That's a lot of money, folks. I mean, Andrew makes more than that and I do, but I mean, it's just that that's a lot of change. I, you know, so it, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know that they, the DNR, they need to look at that. And I know, I know out West and I'm not, I'm, I don't know if this is the case or not, but I know out West it is that there were a lot of anti hunting groups putting in for tags and just to take the opportunity away from a, a legitimate hunter. 
when that grizzly bear hunt and they had some of the other special hunts that they did that and they caught them doing it. And you know, I, I've said this before and if you don't, if you don't want to hunt, God bless you. I don't have a problem with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't, don't, you don't have the right to say you don't, another, another person doesn't have the right to hunt. That's, that's BS. Excuse my language. Children, that, that means, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo shakes. Buffalo sauce. Yeah. Buffalo sauce. That's what that means, kids. But I mean, honestly, I, you don't have the right to do that. And I've said that for 30 something years now. I just, I, I just don't understand folks anymore. They think if it offends them, then everybody should, uh, take care of their feelings. That's what I think to that. Feel that's a great sound effect for feelings. I'm I'm so love, I'm so sick of I'm sick of it. Yeah, people yeah. need to stay in their lanes. Stay in your lane. Great, 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 great thing. You know, I I have totally I've got nothing but respect for somebody's point of view. If they don't want to do it, I respect your point of view. But don't tell me I can't do it. So I, I there ought to be a rule, and I don't know if how you would enforce this or not. I guess you could. If you if they if the DNR catches you applying for a, a, a tag and you don't buy it, they should fine you like two grand. Well, at least because you think about what that what that costs the hunter in the long run. Well, too. not only that, but it costs the outfitter, it costs the state where that person was going to go. It costs them hotels, food, gas. It's affecting retailers that don't even hunt. You know what I'm saying? Hunting, hunting. And fishing brings in billions and billions of dollars to our economy all across this country. And people don't look at that, you know, and it doesn't matter if you don't hunt or fish and you got a business, uh, if you're near a hunting area or a fishing area, your, your economy, your, your income is dependent on people that hunt and fish. So that's a big, that's important to you, you know? So I'm just sick of the, I'm sick of the whiners, man. I'm just, I've had enough of it. I really do. Oh, how did I get on a sour note like that? Huh? So we got Scott from uh, DSD Decoys coming up. Uh, I love those guys, uh, Brad and uh, and Dave Smith and uh, Scotty. They do a great job over there. If you're uh, wanting to check out the TV show, all the shows are up and running. We're on the Hunt Channel. You can watch us on Monday nights at 10:30 Central Time. Or I'm sorry, 10:30 Eastern Time, 9:30 here. Uh, that we're on every Monday night on the Hunt Channel, and then they rerun it a couple times. And then you can find us on Carbon TV. All the shows are up on Carbon TV. And if that wasn't enough for you, you can also go to My Outdoor TV and watch us for free um, on Monday nights at 10:30 Eastern. Just go to Live TV, click it. You don't have to. You don't have to subscribe. The live stuff is all free, so don't don't worry about subscribing if you don't want to. And you can also, uh, starting here in about next week, I think all the shows will be up on GameHide.com. They'll start introducing a show a week. So four great ways to watch the TV show this year. I hope you get a chance to check it out. Well, uh, Wayne Gilman, Tom Downs, Tom, good to see you. Uh, Steve Brandt, good to see you. Robert Siegel, Jim Salzman, David Wayne Henderson, Joe, David Moeller. Uh, hi, Wayne. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. I appreciate everybody tuning in and uh thanks for checking out jimmy reether man my buddy from grade school is watching jim how you doing pal good to see you 
Eric Schaefer, Mark Armstrong, Tom Randazoa. Hope I said that right. Uh, Rick Atkinson, Danny, Kevin. Good to see you. Jeff McDonald, Clifton Rooney. Cliff, good to see you, buddy. Kevin uh, Loon. Everybody, we really appreciate you. All right, I got to hit a break. We'll be back with D, uh, DSD decoys. And uh, I'm going to go on the live stream here and visit with everybody during the break. Until then, keep it here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and a radio. All right, welcome back to hour number two of Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Andrew is going to get our guest on there. I want to tell you about the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. Our good friends Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yegi, Dr. Greg Brandt, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Williams. All four of those great phys- uh, dentists are waiting to help you and your family. Have, have you ever been afraid about going to the dentist? Well, you don't have to be. I used to be afraid of them. I had a bad experience when I was a kid. Well, I don't have that anymore because I've got to go to some people that are just gentle. They uh, they really take care of everybody uh, the best uh, that they can. You walk as soon as you walk in there, you can notice the difference. They're just so so uh, eager to make sure that you're comfortable, make sure you're at ease. Um, it doesn't matter what procedure if you're having a cleaning, if you're having cavities filled, if you need to get X-rays, if you're just in there for your annual checkup, you need a crown or a cap. Root Canal, they can do everything there at Advanced Family Dentistry, and they do a great job. They're located at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, You can also call them anytime at 964-1490, 964-1490, or check them out online at uh, ankenysmiles.com. Dr. Yegi's a Jedi dentist. The reason I call him a Jedi dentist is because he uses the force to calm me down. I'm telling you, because I... I'm like I said, I can be a big baby, but I, I don't have to worry about it with Ye- Dr. Yegi. He always calms me down right there. And you know what they say when you leave? They say, may the floss be with you. Advanced Family Dentistry. That's my dentist. I invite you to go check them out and they will take great care of you and your family. I promise. Good, good people over there. So Andrew is trying to hook up our guests. Uh, as we speak, we're going to talk a little bit about using deer decoys and they're out in California. So they got a two hour time difference out there. So if we don't get him on, uh, we'll, we'll handle it. I tell you, some of these guys, they just can't handle getting up at 530 in the morning. What's up with that? We're up at the, you know, we're up there. If we got, if we got tags, if we got fishing to do, we're up. We don't, we don't sleep in here in the Midwest. We're on it. He's not answering. Yeah. No? All right. That's all right. If he called, did you leave a number to call? Yeah, that's all right. 244-1350, 244-1350. Tiffany uh, Stanley is listening. Tiffany, sorry about your dad. That's Dave Martin's daughter there. Tiff, we, uh, we're going to miss your dad. I loved him to death. Uh, just just a good, good guy. So, Lori, good to see you. Dale Evans, Sherry Corfus. How you doing, Sherry? You tell that husband Joe of yours I said hi. Dave Bailey over in Illinois, the Dairy Queen man. Dave and I got to do a little turkey hunt together. He's a good guy. Dean Birch is watching us on there on the Facebook live. I really appreciate everybody doing that on the Imperial RV live stream on Facebook. 
So decoys. Um, I I gotten a, several emails this week about decoys, uh, using them for deer. And I'll be honest with you, folks. I've tried different decoys throughout my my uh, thirty three years of deer hunting. Some have really worked, and some have just been horrible. I, Larry Anderson. I'll, I'll go back to Larry's farm. I had one, and I I, I don't. I'm not going to say the name of the company because I don't think it's fair for me to do that. But this thing, uh, it had a movable head. You put you would put it up. It was a full body buck decoy and you put it out and it, it would move, uh, it had like a, oh, like a pendulum head, you know, it would move like up and down or around with any kind of breeze and, but it was noisy. It would, it would, I, I tried putting felt and stuff up in the, the base of the neck where the, where the neck and the head would attach and just to soften it where it wasn't hitting plastic on plastic, but it still would make a little bit of noise if there was any kind of heavy wind. And I would take a, like a, a white Kleenex and I would put that in, in the, on the back end of the deer to simulate the tail flickering. And that thing, I had one of the biggest, I had it out at 16, 17 yards and I was rattling and, and, uh, doing my grunt calls and doing my growls and, I heard something behind me and I looked about 60, 60, 75 yards back to the east of me. I looked up and it was one of the biggest whitetail deer I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, that deer, <laughs> that deer came in and he was, he, his ears went back and he, I'm going, Oh, this is good. This is going to be on. I turned the camera on and I, uh, I got the footage of the deer. And then the next thing I know, the deer just stopped in its tracks and it, it put its head down, it raised its head up, it did a lip curl, and it kept looking at that decoy, and that head was moving back and forth a little bit. And I had the I had the deer's ears back like it was an aggressive stance, but that deer just turned around and walked the opposite way. And I, I tell you what, I was so disgusted that I got down, I waited about five, ten minutes, and I, I took it down, and I put it at the base of the tree, and it just did not work very well. And then, um, I tried, uh, a couple that, you know, the fold up ones, uh, they fold up and you can carry them. Now I actually had a doe decoy like that, that I put out, uh, when I was hunting over Beanfield and I had some deer that would come in and check it out. But as soon as they got within 30 yards, they, they kind of walk around and skirt it. They just weren't impressed with it. And then I was hunting down in Kansas with Donovan, uh, a couple years ago and Donovan had a Dave, a DSD, a Dave Smith decoy buck. And I said, Hey, uh, I want to try rattling and stuff with that decoy. I know Philip and Larry do really good with it. And I, uh, would really, really like to try. And, uh, so I took it out with me. I, I took my lethal sin away spray, my field spray, and I sprayed it down really good. Once I got it positioned, I put it about 18 yards. The ears were back and, um, the deer does not move. It's, it's just, it's a solid, it's a solid form. And I, folks, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know how else I can say it. That thing, I couldn't believe that is the first decoy I have ever used that I actually had deer walking up to it and feeding. I mean, feeding within two or three feet of it, putting their heads down, feeding. That deer is so realistic that the, the, the does and stuff were calm around it. I couldn't believe it. And I got it. If you watch the show from last year, you'll see me film the, the on video. I don't, you don't have to take my word for it. It's on video. But, uh, and then I had bucks coming in and then I had, I think it was three or four times I had deer ram it and knock it down. 
And after a while, you kind of get sick of climbing down and putting it back up again. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. But it's, it's exciting. I mean, it really is. Um, it was really, really cool to see. And, um, I, it made a believer out of me. So I le- actually, I brought it back to Iowa and I had a couple deer interact with it last season on Larry's farm. Um, I didn't get a shooter to come in, uh, on it, uh, at either, at either location, but that's hunting. I mean, you just, you never know what's going to happen, but man, it was really cool to see those bucks just going and knock it right off its pedestal. And it was really cool. Now what I, what I do in a conjunction with using that decoy is, uh, you know, I've talked to you guys about Winset before. Uh, Winset is uh, another uh, parent company or uh, sister company of uh, Fourth Arrow Camera Arms. They make, um, you know how they got the vape pen, the vape uh, vaporizers people use for smoking and stuff? They've got a vape vaporizing unit that you can put deer lure, uh, like uh, dough and heat um, or mature buck, um, uh, mature, mature buck scent in, and it heats it up and puts it into a vapor stream and you get, it's got a little remote. It's really cool. And what I'll do is I'll take that and I'll put it right behind the deer. I never really want to put scent on my deer decoy. And the reason is when I'm hunting, once I get it out into the field, I don't bring it, uh, back with me. I leave it out there. I'll put it, I'll hide it right by some brush by my stand Cause they're, they're not, they're not light They're You know, and you, when you're walking in a couple hundred yards, that's a lot to carry along with a camera and your camera arm and your bow and your pack and everything else. So I want to keep it scent free. Now I always carry, I always leave a bottle of lethal spray with me too. Cause I'll re I'll respray that decoy down. Even though I got gloves on most of the time when I'm handling, I'm going to keep my odor footprint down as much as possible, but I'll spray it down and I'll put that thing. And then I'll take that winds, winds scent unit. And I'll put it behind and then every five minutes or so I'll hit that and I'll get that scent out into the wind column. And I, I tell you what, it works, man. I've had a lot of bucks come in downwind and just scent checking and coming down scent out and it, it works pretty if you like decoin or if you're wanting a new experience, that would be something for you to try. But, um, you know, you, you can do a decoy and just put dough and heat out there. Um, you can take your, your mature buck and, and do the buck lure. Like I said, either one, either one of those applications will work, but man, during the rut, man, that's, that's when you're rattling and grunting and that buck comes in, if you got a dominant mature buck that sees that, I mean, they're going to come in and challenge mode. Philip and Larry, the, the footage those guys have gotten has been tremendous. And Philip's taken several nice deer, big, big mature bucks off of his decoy. So I can't wait to get down to Kansas this November and use my decoy again. It's going to be exciting. 809 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. If you want to call in, you can do that. 244-1350. 244-1350 is the number to call, and we'll get you on the line. Uh, Jeff, good to see you. Nate Anderson, Tim Phillips, Jeff Duggar. Hey, look at that. Tim, Jeff Duggar and Dave Bailey have connected on our live Facebook stream. Those guys are buddies in Illinois, so good to see that. Yeah, Jeff, I bet you are missing Montana, man. I that would be hard to come back from Montana. I can you? I mean, it's so beautiful out there. I I love Montana. It's it's amazing out there. Jared, good to see you on the stream. So anyway, hey, fantasy f- uh, football season's coming up, and uh, we got the uh, we got a new league started since we moved over here to thirteen fifty ESPN. We're starting the thirteen fifty ESPN fo- fantasy football league. If you want to play. Fantasy football, you can call uh, 
Andrew right now, 244-1350. We just need your email and we can get you on. We got two spots left and then we're, uh, we're ready for the season to start. Our, we're going to draft, I think August 30th, our draft. It's totally free. And I, the reason I do it, it keeps me occupied. If I'm sitting out there 12, 13 hours and it's slow, it gives me something to do. I can, you know, propose a trade or I can move my lineups around or whatever. And it keeps me, keeps me occupied and where I'm not, I'm not uh, falling asleep in my stand. (laughs) It's five o'clock already. I was sleeping. I've done that before. (laughs) I fell asleep one, at least once in my turkey blind. I know I fell asleep once in the stand. I was, I was, I didn't get much sleep the night before and about three 34 o'clock and I woke up. It was like, I had 25 minutes of shooting light left. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I probably had five deer walk by me by now. It happens. Extremely incognito right there. Uh, you know, you're strapped in. You got your safe, full safe, full body safety harness on. And, you know, you just, you're sitting there relaxed and everything's, you know, you're, you, that's what I love about hunting or fishing. I mean, you're, you're totally relaxed. It just takes all your stress away, you know, lets you unwind. And even the worst day hunting and fishing is better than the, the best day at work, in my humble opinion. Hey, you're not the only one there. I wouldn't think so. You know, it's it's better than being a Cincinnati Red right now. <laughs> Taking a shot. How about those cards? Ooh, yes. And I got to admit, I was kind of disgusted last night. I was watching the games. They were down seven to nothing. And then in the sixth inning, they came back and scored 10 runs. 10 run innings. 10 run innings. How do you get that? And I mean, they, they better do something about their uh, their their relief pitching. I'm telling you. They're, they, I, <laughs> thank you, sweetheart. Uh, the, the, uh, their bullpen needs some help, but the trade deadline's coming up. I think they're, you, I bet you they make a trade, but the central division is so, it's so close. It's hard to, it's hard to say right now because no <laughs> one's running away with it. Jared, I am not going to say what you just said on the air. I'm just not going to do it. It's He's, PG here, folks. PG. No, he didn't say anything bad. He just, well, he said, go Cubs. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hey, repeat that, Jerry. That's all right. I'll do it for you. Yeah. No. <laughs> go Brewers and Cardinals, or go Cardinals and Brewers. What am I saying? There you it's go. gonna be. It's gonna be. Unless somebody really gets on fire. I mean, there's it's it's anybody's division right now. Yeah. Well, Milwaukee was slated to run away with the division. I, I don't understand Milwaukee right now. They're loaded. That whole lineup is and they're, loaded. They're going through that that skid. Every team goes through a skid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how you know how they bounce back will be interesting. But the Cardinals, man, they are. You know, last year we saw them make a push, and every year you take a look at every year they've been in the postseason. The last five, seven years, at the at the All Star break, they've been kind of muddling around five hundred, yeah. and, and here they are. So they're still a scary team. Well, they they got they, if they start hitting, man, I tell you what, the young man, he's on fire. He is that guy. That guy's locked in, and uh, if if uh, Goldschmidt starts hitting, you know. If, but I, you know, as much as I, uh, Adam Wainwright, I think Adam needs to hang it up. He just he's like he just gets hammered. Yeah, and- it just you know, and you hate to say that, you know, but it it is what it is. Anyway, eight fourteen and some change here on. 1350 ESPN. Hey, have you heard about Biagi's? They got they got 20% off Tuesdays going on. They, you better get, you know what? They've got a club. If you go to Biagi's, you can actually sign up for their newsletter club and you can find out 
Hi, Gina Gettler. Good to see you, Gina. Uh, they've got a big uh, deal going on where, you know, sometimes they got like free delivery. They, they ran a special on that uh, earlier in this month. You never know what they're going to do. The Pronto Pack thing is huge right now because a lot of folks, it's so hot. They don't want to cook. You're tired. You don't want to cook. You don't want to heat up that stove and get over a hot stove when you get home. Well, you know what? Call 221-9900. Let Biagis do the cooking for you. Choice of pastas, salads, your bread, you know, and it's enough to feed three or four people. You can bring the fine taste of Biagi's home fresh made stuff right to your own home and enjoy it in your cool air conditioning. What could be better than that? And if you do that, I encourage you to try uh, the spaghetti marinara, the spaghetti meatballs, the lasagna is great. The penne marinara is awesome. The, the uh, uh, chicken parmesan, all that stuff is amazing. They also have seafood, steak specials. They're just not pasta. It's it's a fine Italian restaurant with a, a lot to offer. And man, if you are you want to eat on the lighter side, they got some amazing salads and stuff for you there too. Biagi's, tell them Outdoors Dan sent you or the outdoor guy. They'll know who it is. And uh, I promise you, you're going to be pretty impressed. 815 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. If you want to call in, 244-1350, 244-1350. Otherwise, we'll be right back. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday. Everybody's out and about. Andy Wilson, good to see you on the Facebook live stream. 820 and some change. So, you know, we was talking a little bit about... uh, guns and stuff uh, earlier in the show i told you i went over to jlm guns and my son who was uh, in boot camp last year in in the army national guard wanted to uh have wanted me to get a uh a six sour uh m17 nine millimeter handgun and i said well you're not 21 yet, but i tell you what if, if you want one i can i can get one and i can put it in the safe for you so he goes well, that'd be fine. And then I got to thinking about it. I said, well, why don't I just get it? And then when you turn 21, maybe that'll be your present. So I went out to uh, JLM guns and I talked to Mike and he ordered me one. And, uh, that, that is the, the, uh, the firearm or sidearm that they are issuing, uh, I believe in the army now. So he is all excited. I got that thing in and I, I'm a Glock guy. Uh, I've got a uh, Glock 43 and I got, uh, I think I got two Glock 43s if I remember right. Um, and then I got uh, that uh, that new Sig M17. That M, that thing has got a great grip on it. It is amazing. Uh, uh, I got the one with the with the built-in safety and uh, the night sights and stuff. And what was really cool about this? It's got a plate that you can take off in the on the on the dorsal side of the firearm on the top. And uh, I was talking to uh, my buddies over at Vor- at Vortex Optics, and they make a red dot for that for that pistol. And, uh, so I got one of those coming out. I'm going to check that out, but man, I tell you what, what a great sidearm. I can't wait to get on the range and shoot that. So, Hey, speaking of that, uh, Ken over at JLM guns who works down at, uh, uh, the banner pits, uh, gun range gave us some shooting passes. So here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to give those away. Thanks to Ken. Appreciate that. And they got some, uh, they got some neat stuff coming up with the shooting sports. Uh, I'm going to tell you about starting next week. There's a couple functions going on. One is going to be up in uh, the Ankeny area, and then they're going to have several around the state. So if you are a gun enthusiast, hi, Susan. How are you? Good to see you. Susan's watching us on the Facebook live stream. 
I appreciate that. Rod Taylor, good to see you, buddy. And Jim Norris, thank you for checking in. We really appreciate that. Um, we're uh, we're gonna. It's gonna be neat. I think August nineteenth. Uh, 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 Megan over there at the DNR invited me to come out and visit with everybody up in Ankeny. So I'm. I told her I would love to do that and catch up with everybody. So I'll tell you more about all that stuff happening uh, next week. 244-1350, 244-1350 is the number to call if you want to call in. Uh, we talked a little bit about Larry Anderson and Dave Martin. We lost both of those gentlemen this week. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, Larry Anderson, of course, was known for uh, just a great wildlife outdoor artist, uh, good friend for a long, long time. David Martin was one of my hunting buddies. Uh, gone way too early. If you got a story about either David or Larry, you want to call in and talk about 244-1350, we'll be more than happy to have you on to do that. So 823 and some change. Uh, let's see what else is going on. I talked about that. We talked about that. Um, have you went through your hunting packs yet? I went through my hunting pack yesterday. I found stuff that I've been looking for. It's amazing what can get lost in your hunting pack. I found two SD cards that I thought I lost. Um, I found a knife that I thought I lost. I found uh, my work sharp sharpener. Uh, I, I had one of the new minis uh, they just came out with. And I, from turkey season, I had it in there. And I was going through and uh, I found a, what did I find? I found a Snicker bars, which I can't eat because I'm, I'm on my, my lose weight for the fall program right now. Hey, I'm down 14 pounds though in two weeks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's that's hard to do. Yeah, I tell you, the older you get, the worse it is too. It's just I can look at food and gain five pounds, you know. But I, 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 you know, Jenny, Jenny's been trying to get me to drink almond milk, and I said, "There's no way I'm drinking almond milk." But on this program that I'm on, I have to. I can't have regular milk, so I've been drinking almond milk for the last two weeks. And boy, I tell you what, man, it's amazing to lose that kind of weight. Just, you know, yeah, it just you got it's. 55, it's time to start just eating a little healthier, but man, I'm jonesing for a cheeseburger. I can tell you that right now. I don't miss, I haven't had any pop for uh, two and a half weeks. I don't miss the pop too much, but boy, I sure miss my cheeseburger. Yeah. And the barbecue stuff and is what? The bacon barbecue oh, cheeseburger. That's what would drive that, me crazy. That's, that's, that's that. killing me right there. I fu I'm fudging a little bit. I have a, I'll have a little bit of cookies. Like I I'm eating a lot of grilled chicken. And I, I'm eating steak or venison. and Well, at least you can do that. I Keep can your sanity. Well, a tablespoon. A tablespoon. So you get uh, at least you get a taste, you know? It, yeah. it helps. But, man, it's it's just so tough. to it just, It's hard to keep it off and the older you get, you know? But we'll see. I like If I can lose another four or five pounds, and, uh, then I'll, be, I'll feel pretty good about going. If I get to go out to Colorado, going up and down those mountains. But, yeah, it's just crazy. Oh. <sighs> I'm telling you, man. Hey, at least at least you're trying. You I know. know. And you're doing it. I'm doing it, yeah. A lot of people uh, put it off, put it off, put it off. Well, I, I told you, I was talking to Jen last night. We were watching, uh, what were we watching? I don't even remember what I was watching. We was watching, was watching, oh, Live PD. We were watching Live PD. And I said, hey, you want to go to Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, it's not that I didn't want to go to Denny's, but that's going to just totally ruin your thing. I said, I know. Well, boy, wouldn't that be good right now? <laughs> you can't, you can't to hurt yourself like that. You can't. I don't know. I was just grand slam breakfast, man. At ten o'clock at night, it was sounding oh, pretty good. Man. I was, I was hungry. It, you know, and it's just like I just had a. I'm, you know, I can only eat so much salad. You know, 
Yeah, salad can only go so far for me. I, I honestly, now not because I haven't eaten well, but I don't think I've had a salad in over a month. Mm. I'm sick of lettuce already. Well, it's all portion control. You know, instead of eating an eight ounce, you know, eight ounce steak or, you know, eating a big old backstrap, you know, venison is actually very healthy for you. I mean, there's not any, hardly any fat at all in venison, very lean, you know, and it's, it's not the, it's not the wild game that's got me, that got me chunky. It was all the, the potato chips and the pop and pop's so bad for you. But I was so, I was, man, I was drinking Diet Mountain Dews forever there for six, seven years. I tried quitting a couple of times. It's hard to quit. Well, yeah, especially if you've if you've been drinking it so often, yeah. if you get like headaches or something like that, it's because your body's so used to it. Now. I was getting really bad headaches the first two or three days because I I got to drink like seven eight bottle twenty ounce bottles of water a day on yeah. this thing. But then I I started drinking sun tea, unsweetened sun tea, and that took the headache away. The sun tea, sun tea. I gotta yeah, check that out. Yeah, absolutely, and it counts for water too. Really? Yeah. So once I get done, I, I think just cutting back portions and, and, uh, you know, cut, I'm, you know, I don't really miss the sweets so much. Uh, but boy, I tell you when those big old cheeseburger ads come on TV, that's brutal. Like, no, oh, I want to cheese. I need a cheese. Out. I just want to reach out and grab a cheeseburger, you know? So, but I, fortunately I can still have my, uh, we had wild Turkey the other day. I had, uh, Jenny took uh, marinated a couple wild turkey breasts out of the freezer, and she air fried them. That air fryer is amazing. I was about to ask you about that, that. That air fryer, you save so many calories from air frying it. You know, it's so much better for you, and there's not a big cleanup mess and stuff. And she made chicken strips. Boy, the kids loved them. You know, I I, I had one, and you know, but when I when I get off of this thing, it's you know I'm gonna have to I, I'm gonna have to give up uh, regular bread. You know, just try to eat multi-grain bread or multi-grain pasta, you know, and just, and cut back everything, you know, just wash your portions and still keep drinking your water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crystal light is a lifesaver. Oh yeah. Because after about two or three things of regular water, you know, uh, unless you're, if you're out hanging stands or, you know, walking, you know, checking trail cameras and stuff, water's great. But if you're just sitting around or, you know, you know, working, I need, you know, throw a little thing of lemonade in there and there's no calories. It's uh it's country time lemonade. There's no calories and stuff like that. That's a lifesaver when you're drinking water. Give, I bet. Yeah. Give you a little flavor. And tastes good too. Well, I it mean, does you, taste you, good. Yeah. You got something different in your, in your water there. Got to have a little something different in the water. So, all right. So on trivia today, we are giving away. If you listen to the station during a week, you should have heard we're giving away a brand new Kershaw rbk knife now this is perfect for people that are deer hunting bear hunting anything that you need to cape out this knife is awesome comes with a replacement blade and uh you can, actually has a different uh, a second tang inside the sheath so if you got a buddy out there with you you can give them a re- another blade and you guys can finish uh caping the animal together which is awesome we've got a cyclops headlamp to give away today and I, that's all I use when I go out there. The, headlamp, the headlamps, you don't have to worry about carrying anything when you're carrying all your gear. And we've got a big Arctic ice block to give away just in time for the heat wave to keep your cooler cooled. Who doesn't love Arctic ice? So that's our trivia prizes for today. 830 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. we got open lines, 244-1350, 244-1350. Let me hit a real quick break. 
But before I go, I want to say hi to Jim Norris, Mark Riddout, Tracy Allen, and Mike Weagle, Lois Hunt, Dennis Grooms, and uh, Cody Finley. Good to see everybody, and thank you so much for uh, listening to the show. We appreciate that. Let me hit a quick break. This break is brought to you by the fine folks at JLM Guns. And when we come back, Smoke and Joe Smelter will be on the line. We'll be right back. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to 1350 ESPN, Outdoors with Outdoors Dan. It is the Saturday, July 20th, 2019 edition of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate everybody listening on the radio and watching us or listening to us on Facebook real quick, Dennis Grooms, Cody Finley, Nick Gobble, uh, Devin Keller, Jimmy Reether, D rock, D rock. My brother from the East coast is on listening. He's got uh, don't forget about East coast bow hunters podcast. They do a good job over there. Julie Wood. God bless you, sweetie. Jeff gas, uh, John Heth, Steve Bush and Landon Brown are watching us or listening to us on Facebook right now. Thank you for everybody doing that. And Imperial RV, centers for helping us the man the myth the legend the most anticipated guest that we ever have every week the man that brings you savings each and every day to bring a chevrolet closer to your driveway mr joe i'm a smoking man smelter what are you doing there smoking joe <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm breathing a little bit better today after yesterday's uh crazy heat no i tell you what it's been nuts i was talking to my father-in-law up in minnesota and he says he hasn't fished in a week because it's been so hot up there <laughs> really yeah it's Kind of crazy. Yes, it is. Hopefully it's over with, though. Well, we got... Give us a little break here. uh, I think I just looked at the extended forecast uh, yesterday, and we're being in the 80s next week. It'll feel like a cold... We'll be wearing jackets and sweaters. Yes. Yeah, we will. We'll be getting our snowblowers out just in case. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. So, I was down down at Archery Field and Sports, and we were talking trucks. And I had a couple... Talking trucks. Talking trucks. And I had a couple people tell me that they were wanting to get a new truck and i said well go see smelter he'll save you money he saves me money all the time and they said well what are you doing i said well i just got this one last october but i said i was at the deer classic and i saw that trail boss and it's just like you know if uh if joe pulls out his his usual savings and i might get me one in november or december and and then and then uh Ken, or kenny or uh can't is it no nick I don't know. I got the wrong store. Nick, uh, Nick goes, well, I want to buy your truck if you got it. And I said, well, we'll, we'll talk, but I, you know, just, I got to talk to smelter because he gives me book, usually gives me my book value for my trade-ins. It's got to be, yeah. it's got to be close. So, so what, uh, what's that going on, what's going on is, are we, uh, are we any closer to getting that trail boss worked out or we got to wait more, some more time? We got to wait a little bit longer at uh-huh. some point here in the next three or four months. Hopefully they will. It's just, we need to get the 2020s on the ground, which those will be out in the next couple months. And then um, probably the fourth quarter will probably be the best time just because that's when GM wants to make a big push on the old year models and, and get those off the ground just to make enough room for uh, the 2020s that are out on the ground so, you know, or you know, that are, are being produced. So. Yeah, you know, and I love my 18. I, I, I just, that it's a great truck. But when I saw the, the different, the extra cargo space, uh, storage areas mm-hmm. and stuff and on that, uh, on that trail boss and, I mean that's and it's already lifted and it's got those yep, nice big two inches. Yeah, and you got a bigger back seat. And I told my daughter, yep. I said, "Hey, the this other truck, if Daddy gets it, it's got air, it's got air conditioning vents in the back." And she goes, "Yeah, well, you got to buy that truck, Dad. I can't afford to be, <laughs> I can't afford to be uncomfortable." 
That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because you'll gain you'll gain three inches in the back seat. Now the truck will be three inches taller than your truck. Yeah. Just since you have the old style, but um, it's an inch longer, three inches taller. Um, the technology's uh, a lot better than what it was too, because the cloth trucks nowadays have heated steering wheels. Uh, you so know, and I don't nice. really, I don't really care about that. I got a oh, he- I got I got a heating I got a heated steering wheel right now. Do you? Yeah, I got on the truck yesterday, and that thing was hot, man. That sun. <laughs> it, I, it was. Yeah, I, I've already got a heated but steering wheel. This one's temperature controlled. It only oh. heats to ninety eight point six degrees, not to one hundred and twenty. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I don't know if I really need that or not. I do like the heated seats. So if I'm sitting out there and it's five degrees or minus two or whatever, a lot of times we're in late season. It is yep. nice to come in there and you know hit that heated seat and get warmed up a little bit. So. Yeah. You know, I'm getting older, Joe. I, I got to have my creature comforts. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So I can always provide them. So, uh, okay. So I got to wait till the fall. What about folks needing a vehicle right now? What do you got for them? Uh, right now there's some big discounts. Uh, our main focus this month is still like the double cans, uh, 2019 half Uh, they have up to 25% off. So if you're looking for a crazy, crazy deal and you don't need you know, all of the room that a crew cab would provide to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the double cab, which is the old extended cab, uh, those have some huge, 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 huge offers on them. Okay. Uh, you guys got a good inventory of those? Yes, got a huge inventory of them. And uh, you make uh, the custom trail bots in that model as well, too. So if you like the look that the, the trail bots presents, they do have those in that uh, double cab as well for you. Well, what are you doing? You, you're garbling this morning. I, well, you got a bad sell there? No, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it's perfect. You're kind of garbled this morning. You better start brushing your teeth and gargling in the morning, man. I'll do so. <laughs> That's better. Just stay right where you're at. Don't move. All right. I will. I won't move. Yeah, don't move. I won't turn in my chair. All right. If you're a veteran, take your DD-214 with you when you go see Joe. He'll save you five, 600 bucks for being a vet, which is really nice. And uh, don't forget, uh, as far as trade-ins and stuff, go see Smelter. He'll save you a lot of money on your vehicles. He always does a great job for me. So yeah, We can do new, used, and commercial. It doesn't matter. I can help you out in any area. All right. All right, Joe. Tell them where to find you. 1101 Southeast Oral Park, and I'll be here till 6 p.m. today. Hey, uh, also, too, I was going to tell you, I got an email from Megan Weiskup at the DNR. They're going to be doing some outdoor events up in Ankeny on August 19th, up above the firehouse. Uh, you might want to bring some, maybe talk to them about bringing some trucks, folks. Uh, what kind of deals you got? I'll have a booth if you want to come out and sit with. Okay. That'd be awesome. Okay. Put that on your calendar, August 19th. Okay. All right. Go, go save somebody some money. I'll see you later. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. He was garbled today. I mean, he must've, I don't know what you, you know, he's probably half listening cause he's got two people with trucks and stuff he's always selling something he's probably as he's talking to us he's probably still selling oh as he, he's he, talking. yeah the guys the guy's got money. you know i i don't know what he does with his money he's got so much money I spruce up his office well when you do that kind of volume and sales man he's he's successful yeah need to say hi to john heath steve bush landon braun roger good to see you tj unger hey tj god bless you good to see you buddy So it's 843 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. And when we come back, the most anticipated underrated game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge will be up. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you are more than welcome to call 244-1350, 244-1350. And we will, (laughs) 
Hope you're having a great day, my friend. I am having a great day, TJ. Thank you very much for saying that. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. There you go. That music can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States is up. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you can light them up. 244-1350-244-1350, and we will get you on the line. we got a whole bunch of stuff to give away today. Today's prizes are an Arctic Ice Block, a RBK Kershaw Knife, and a Cyclops Headlamp. Those are three great prizes, and... And we're going to do a little something different on trivia today. And really quick on the uh, live stream, Jim Nelson, Rick Singleton, Nathan Lewis, thank you so much for watching and on the live stream on Facebook. We always appreciate you all doing that each and every week as well. And uh, trivia today is brought to you by the fine folks at JLM Guns. Go see Mike, and he will take great care of you over there on Urbandale and Douglas. Tell him I sent you. And, uh, hey, tell him you want the Outdoors Dan discount. Tell him, tell him you're a friend of mine. He'll, 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 he'll hook you up with something. He's always pretty good about that. So I know I, he always takes good care of me. He's probably going, oh, quit telling people that. Well, yeah, quit telling people that. I can't afford it. I'm going broke. He's not going broke. He's doing great. Kelly, good to see you. Thank you so much for watching us on the Facebook stream. I appreciate that. So 848 and some change. Let's go to the phones. Jerry is up first. Let's go say hi to Jerry and see what he is up to. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. What are you up to this morning? Oh, not a whole lot. Just getting some yard work done. Hey, good for you. Get it done while it's cool a little bit, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Want to play a little trivia? Yes, I do. All right. What do you want to shoot for today? You want to go for that Arctic ice block? You want to go yes, for that? Yes, I'd like the Arctic ice block. Yeah, I don't blame you in this weather. All right. We're going to do a little something different today since we're dedicating the show to Larry Anderson and Dave Martin. I'm going to give you a Larry Anderson trivia question, okay? Do you give hints? Well, sure, I'll give hints. <laughs> yeah. where, okay. do you, where are you from? Newton. Newton. Okay. Have you have you ever heard of Larry? Yes. Okay. I've heard you speak of him. Well, there you go. All right. All right. Larry Anderson's gallery is located where? Is it on Southeast Fourteenth? Is it on Army Post Road, or is it on Fleur Drive? I believe it's East Fourteenth. Well, uh, I'll give you a. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh, it's part. Uh, uh, it's. I'm really. Really happy to support the military. Army Post Road. Army Post Road. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. All and, right, thank and, you. You're welcome. And Jerry, uh, we're going to call you back and get information. So make sure you answer the phone because if we can't get a hold of you, you won't win because we got to get your info, okay? We'll do. Thank we'll, you. We'll call you back. And thanks for listening, buddy. Already. Thank you, Jerry. All right, let's head over to the phones. And I believe we got Mark. Mark is next. And uh, we'll see what he is up to. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. What are you up to today? Scraping the garage. You're doing what? Paint, scraping the garage, getting ready to paint. Oh, that's not good, is it? No, it's hot. It is hot. You want to play a little trivia? You betcha. All right. You want to go for that RBK, RBK Kershaw knife, or would you like to go for that Cyclops headlamp? I'll go for the headlamp. I don't blame you. That's a, that, that's always, it keeps you out of the dark that way. You know what I mean? You bet. All right. I'm going to give you a, uh, Dave Martin question. Uh, which one of these activities did Dave Martin and I get to do, uh, through my years of being a friend, uh, friendship with him? Was it turkey bo- hunt? 
Is, well, that'll work. I'll ding, ding, ding. I, you know, I, Mark, I appreciate you listening to the show. You betcha. All right. Now, we're going to call you back, too. Make sure you stay on the line. Or you make sure you're available when we call you, okay? I sure will. Thank you, buddy. Have a great weekend. Yeah, thank you. All right. We're going to head back over to, uh, I think we got, is it another Jerry? Well, let's go say hi to Jerry. Jerry, Jerry.20. Jerry, is this you? This is Terry. Terry. He put Jerry, he put, you know, it's my producer's fault, Terry. I, you know, I, he doesn't know how, it's a T, not a J, Andrew. <laughs> how you doing, Terry? Uh, I'm doing good. What Surviving you, the heat. Yeah, what are you up to this weekend? Well, i actually just enjoying the coffee and listening to your show. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. At least the coffee's good, right? Absolutely. I made it. <laughs> All right, Terry, I've got a RBK Kershaw knife. Can I interest you in that? I believe you can. All right, buddy. I'm going to give you a Larry Anderson question. Is that okay? That's fine. Larry, uh, Larry was really great about doing certain animals. Uh, in my humble opinion, which one do you think, according to me, which animal do you think, do you, would you say Larry did the best? Was it a dove, a white-tailed deer, or a giraffe? White-tailed deer. I would say Larry probably did some of the best white-tailed deers I've ever seen. I've got several of them. Congratulations. You got you an RBK knife, buddy. I agree. Thank you so uh, much. Hey, Andrew, I'll call you back after the show, Terry. Just make sure we can get a hold of you, okay? Sounds good. Thank you, buddy. Bye. And good luck with that garage. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Oh, no, that was the other guy. Terry, I'm sorry. It's, it's been a long show, man. Yeah, no stay, problem. Stay stay out of that heat. Yeah, All that's right. exactly right. All right, Terry. Thank you. Enjoy that coffee. Yep, sure will. All thank right. you. Thank you. There you go. That was easy. You guys did it. You rocked it. Three. In and out really quick. So we'll do that again next week. So July 27th, uh, right after the show, I will be out at Sportsman's Warehouse. We're going to do a fall preview of some of the new gear out. If you want to come out and see some of the gear that you can use for your fall activities, it's all free. Come on out and uh, we'll uh, visit with everybody. July 27th, that'd be next Saturday. If I can count there, let me take my shoe off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven. Yeah, that'll work. That's That's right. Oh, Dave Jones. Do you know Dave Jones out there? Dave Jones taxidermy. He's out in Mitchellville. Dave is retired now. So I, I don't know if his turnaround time is going to be qu even quicker now, but I would think since he's retired and Harv, he's got Harv there to help him. I think he is going to be absolutely busy, busy, busy doing some fine taxidermy work. If you have something that you need to make a memory with, uh, if you got a nice fish or a turkey or a bear or an elk or a caribou or whatever, uh, whitetail, uh, give Dave a call over there in Mitchellville, 515-249-4362. That's 515-249-4362, and uh, we'll get it all. He'll get you all squared away. It does a great job over there. So, Hey, uh, second hour of the show today was brought to you by Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, go to your nearest Elite dealer. And go uh, try that uh, Ritual 35. That's what I'm shooting right now. I love that bow. It's super fast, super easy to go, easy shooting, and very, very accurate. One of my favorite of the Ritual platform. And you'll, if you go shoot it, you'll understand why I'm saying it. Now, that Ritual 30 was an awesome bow as well. But that 35 is amazing. So go check it out. All right, we still need one more player. For our fantasy football league, if you want to play a little fantasy football with us here on the show, 
just uh, give us a holler, 244-1350, or just email me. If you go to outdoorsdan.com, you can email me and uh, just send me your email, and I will send you an invite. It's all free. Doug Guerin, good to see you, buddy. And uh, Hey, Ardith, how are you? Good to see you, hey, Ardith. Thanks for watching. And uh, we'll get you hooked up on the uh, on the league. So uh, that's <laughs> you're welcome, Artif. I know you've been wanting to hear the show. You that's why we did it for folks just like you. And thank Imperial RV Centers for helping us do it. Sean, thank you, Matthews. For, thank you for uh, checking us out. So that fantasy football stuff it just keeps you busy in the out when you're in your turkey blind or if you're you know, if you, nothing's flow going on in your deer stand, it gives you something to do with your, your lineups and stuff and just something to pass the time. So, hey, real quick, uh, I, um, I got a, a um, press release from a fine folks at Vortex Optics. They The Diamondback series, I told you all about the Diamondback uh, binoculars last year. They're under $200. It's one of the finest optics I've ever seen at that price point. I mean, it's the, the lenses are super clear, gas-filled. Uh, you don't have to worry about anything fogging up. They've got the, no excuse warranty. If you run it over with a four wheeler, you drop them out of your deer stand. Uh, your baby, your baby knocks them off and scratches the lens. Whatever, they'll they'll take care of it. Absolutely, no questions asked. They got one of the best warranties out there. They stand behind their products. Um, they got this new series out. It's called the Diamondback HD. And I'm telling you, they made it even better, and it's still a super, super good price point. Go check them out at vortexoptics.com, or you can go to Archery Field and Sports and look at them, Sportsman's Warehouse to look at them, or down in St. Louis, you can check them out at Denny Dennis Sporting Goods. Uh, I tell you what, I love my Vortex Optics. They are amazing. Well, that's going to wrap it up for me this week. I want to thank you for uh, putting up with us for two hours here on 1350 ESPN. I want to say again, the show was dedicated to my friend Larry Anderson and to David Martin. God bless them. Uh, Godspeed to both of those. I know those guys are in heaven right now, fishing and hunting and having a good time with the good Lord. And uh, for all their family and friends, my condolences go out to you. I know you're going to miss them as much as I will. And uh, they are gone, but they will never be forgotten. I love you guys. And, uh, you're, you're going to be with me each and every day. And I'm dedicating my hunting season to both of you this year. I love you. I love you. Love you. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up. Andrew and I'll be back next week. Please keep it here on 1350 ESPN. Till then, God bless you.